Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? Yes, we have the amazing 18-year-old Callista Clark with us today. She has the hit song, It's Cause I Am, and she just released her five-song debut release called Real to Me, where every song tells a story. And we're excited to have her on. So yes. welcome to the show. Welcome. Well, hi, how are you? We're doing, oh, we're doing good. Great. You know, I always like to start out the show the same way. Um, this past 18 months has been tough for a lot of people. Um, how has COVID affected you and what have you done to maneuver through this? Well, I feel like COVID for me was a really long, but a great time for me to grow as a person. First, first of all, um, I'm 18 now, which is so crazy, but I mean, <laughs> It's also been really great. It's opened up a lot of opportunities that I wouldn't have been able to do if it, if we were traveling like normal and doing radio tour like normal. Mm-hmm. It's opened up so many opportunities for me, being able to talk to outlets in Australia and the UK and not have to go anywhere. I'm just sitting in my music room in Georgia, you know? Yes. Um, and we're in Savannah, Georgia. Yes, we're awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like it's been a long time but it's been it's been pretty good and you know that's like for us we launched this show january of 2020 and um our original plan was 100 interviews that first year thought if we did that be great foundation mm-hmm. and then COVID happens two months later and i'm watching everything get shut down i was like "Ooh, this could be our silver lining yeah because mm-hmm. everybody has time to talk now Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're not going anywhere and you have Zoom and StreamYard and you're good to go. And yeah. because of that, we done, uh, we're done. we over 460 interviews since. Wow, that's crazy, you guys. That's awesome. <laughs> so um, let's talk a little bit about real to me. I guess it's real to you. Huh? <laughs> yes. And <laughs> behind me. Oh, which way do I have to go? This way? Um, yeah, it's a really special song to me. I wrote this one. I wrote real to me when I was, I think I maybe had just turned 15, but it was my second co-write that I ever had in Nashville. Oh, wow. And I had oh, yeah. no idea what I was doing at all. Like the only <laughs> person I had ever written with was me, myself, and my mom. <laughs> and so I just went in and I'm like, yeah, I'm 15. I don't drink. I don't drive. You know, mm-hmm. like I've never snuck out i don't party what do we write about guys i don't know what to write about and i just started talking to my co-writer laura Veltz about that and um she was like well let's write about that feeling let's write about you being a teenager and not knowing what to write about and figuring yourself out as a person and all of those things and so that's what we did and we got real to me awesome (laughs) so this past year has been a um craziness for you i'm guessing with with your main song yes it's because i am tell us a little more about that one well it's been really fun it's really special and i feel like it's a great way to introduce myself as a new artist it's definitely sassy and confident and all the things and kind of like this is who i am and this is the way it is and you know so it's been it's been really really fun and i Honestly, it's all been such a whirlwind of amazing things. Like you were saying with Zoom, it has so many possibilities of just being able to do so many different things at once. And it's so amazing. And Mm -hmm. while doing all the Zoom things, I've also been doing shows every weekend and traveling all over the country. And 
meeting amazing artists and it's just it's kind of all happening and it's it's amazing yeah i think the song coming up with that one was so smart of you because like i remember seeing you on your page talking about everybody thinks you're 12 and 13 i was like what a great song to come on to be a powerhouse oh thank you yeah i mean it depends on which which way you see me first if you hear my song and my voice first you might not think that i'm 12 but if you look at me first you're gonna think i'm about 12 years old maybe 13 (laughs) on a good day but i I just turned 18 so that's pretty that you know yeah well you'll think you're you'll think your genes when you're 30 and 40. yeah i've heard that so i'm waiting on those days when i'm actually happy about it not there yet (laughs) (laughs) so um you know a lot of people would ask when did you know you wanted to do music i like to go deeper than that when did it click that this could be a career for you i i think there have been a few moments like that that have just kind of reassured me along the way because i've been singing my whole life it's Mm -hmm. always been something that i've loved to do um one of those moments for me i played a show at eddie's attic in atlanta when i was 14 and i had no idea what to expect i had never been there before but i've heard that it's an amazing place and like john mayer's played there jennifer nettles sugarland they've played there like so many incredible people and here i am 14. i hadn't really written that many original songs if i had they were just by myself so i did a 90 minute show just half probably mostly covers that i love to do some that i had posted on my social media and some originals and that was kind of that was the first time where i realized people were there they had bought tickets to come see me and tell my stories and they wanted to hear what i had to say and so that was the first time where that really clicked for me and i sold out eddie's attic at 14. it wasn't like i was at a fair or something where people just happened to be there and i was playing and you know they had came to see me so it was a really big deal for me so tell us how it happened with the jennifer nettles duet with you I okay, so we were both in the same group through Georgia 4-H called Clovers and Company growing up. Mm-hmm. And I started being in Clovers and Company when I was 10. And so mm-hmm. I heard about Jennifer Nettles a lot that she was in this group and how amazing she is. And now she's in Sugarland, like she's done it. She is, you know, all of her dreams have come true, all those things. And the opportunity came up for me to do a magazine shoot with her for 4-H and so I was playing guitar in the shoot and she heard me singing and she remembered my name and so then flash forward I think a year maybe um we got asked to do this really big 4-H gala and they were like you can have any 4-H'er to come do this with you who do you want to play with you and she said (laughs) wow yeah love that you know as you know a lot of people they see the glory of your big artists and all that but they don't see the grind the sacrifice the tears the struggles it takes to not just to get the their level but even just a career level within music and i always want to talk about that because i think it's kind of glossed over in the industry where people feel like i got a talent i should make it but we both know it's way more than that there's a lot of patience a lot of sacrifice so let's talk about that a little bit i mean yeah for me I'm 18. I would be a senior in high school this year. And there's a lot of things that some of my friends are doing, you know, football games every Friday night, homecoming dances, prom, and all the normal high school things that 
I'm not necessarily doing. So there have been some times where that was really hard for me to understand and really hard for me to get through. But at the same time, music is what I love and music is what I want to do. And so I kind of just write about those feelings and then, you know, go play them at shows or at the Opry. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the hardest part to what you do being so young, you know, and we've, we hear this from a lot of guests is the, is now granted your core friends, they understand, but a lot of times friends don't understand because, you know, they have maybe you're, you know, they're in school or even they're at work nine to five, whatever, but there is an off switch. But with yeah. what you do, there is no off switch. Yeah. I mean, it's something that's really interesting, but I also really love, I still live in my same small hometown, Zebulon, Georgia. Um, <laughs> so I'm traveling all over the place and I'm in Nashville or some other state more than I'm at home. But when I am at home, it's really great to be able to come back to, um, I guess, the way that it's always been, the way it used to be, something steady, something normal. There's a song um, right there. I know. It's, it's a really <laughs> nice feeling to be able to come back because you were just saying that's how it's always been. I was like, ooh, that's a song right there. <laughs> Thank you. I that's really funny. I mean, my mom says that, like she'll just start typing stuff that I say sometimes or just like recording me when I talk. And then I go back and write it later. <laughs> yeah, you might have her up to listen to this back because I think there's a song in what you just said. Well, thank you. So, it. you know. As you know, a lot of people, they see that, you know, they see you, but they don't see the teams behind you. In our opinion, the teams never get the love they deserve. So yeah. on our show, they do. So take a few moments to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Well, I have a very, very incredible team behind me, and I've been working with them since I was 14. And I, so my manager is Scooter Braun, SB Projects out in LA, and he mm -hmm. manages Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande and Tori Kelly, Demi Lovato, so many, so many incredible people. Wow. So that was really mind blowing to get that email saying that he wanted to work with me. And I'm like, really? The, the Justin Bieber scooter, bro? That's okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, and then my label is Big Machine, Scott Porchetta. Mm -hmm. And my publishing team is also Big Machine. So they're super amazing. And They've always been beyond supportive of me taking time to learn who I am as a person, taking time to grow, um, being patient. And I wrote in Nashville having co-writes for about three years before I ever even went into studio, just figuring out what sounds I liked, what lyrically I liked, songwriters that I liked being around, um, so many things. And then once we figured all that out, um, then they started to put me into studio and now I've been doing a lot of shows and they've just been super incredible to me over the last few years. So tell us a story of how you got found. I thought that was a cool story when I read it. Thank you. Um, it was very random and very last minute. <laughs> I um, posted a video of me singing, have you ever seen the rain by Credence Clearwater Revival? when I was 13, I posted it on my Facebook and I was on vacation with my family. We were at St. George Island and I was just sitting on the porch and I knew I wanted to post some kind of a cover. I had been posting covers for a while on all of my social media platforms. Mm -hmm. And my granddad was like, well, you should post 
something that you and your siblings used to sing. And so you should do some CCR. Oh, and wow. Have You Ever Seen the Rain was actually a song that my brother used to sing. And so I'm very familiar with it. When we would go around little spots in my hometown playing gigs, that's one that he would sing a lot. So I knew oh, it wow. very well. Um, <laughs> and I looked up the chords and I didn't even know if they were right or anything like that. You can see me, you can see me in the video, like scrolling on my phone to look at the chords and everything. And oh, wow. I recorded it in one take and I posted it. And it now has around 28 million views on my Facebook. Wow. That's amazing. So crazy. And that's how Scooter Braun, my manager, and his partner, Allison Kay, saw saw me for the first time and they reached out and they emailed my mom and again that moment of like is this real like <laughs> are you sure and <laughs> it was real and i was sitting on scooter's couch at his house the next week wow so it happened quick once it happened it did yeah it happened really quick i love that story <clears throat> um and speaking of family and, you know, and all that, tell us a mom's story. You know, there's probably a thousand of them, but tell us a story where she did something for your career and it, and it really stood out. You're like, wow, she gets this is my passion. Well, my mom is the one that taught me and my siblings how to sing harmony with each other. Um, I grew up singing in church and before me and my siblings started singing, she and my dad would lead worship. And the second we were old enough to learn songs, and I mean the second, she started teaching us and was like, okay, cool. Like you guys, you know, you guys can <laughs> yeah. sing too. And it was really special. And so she taught us all that. And she taught me some chords on piano. So there's all of those moments for sure. But um, when you were asking me that, I thought about the first song that I ever wrote. Because like I was saying, I used to only write songs with my mom or by myself. Mm -hmm. That used to be it. Um, so my first song started off as a poem. It was for a school poetry contest. I believe I was in second grade or third grade. And um, I really loved writing in school. But for some reason, I never wanted to write a song. I didn't want to connect the two. Um, I guess because... Being young, I felt like anything I had to say or anything I was feeling wasn't good enough or valuable enough to write a song wow. about. Even I was still struggling with that when I wrote Real to Me, but you know, I didn't do all the things that I heard about in the songs. So, like, why would I write a song about what I was going through? Um, mm. So, I wrote this poem for school and I ended up winning the competition. And my mom read it and she was like, You need to put some music to this and turn this oh, into wow. a song. And so that's what we did. And it was called Wildfire. And <laughs> I, think I, was, I think I was 10. I think I was 10 when I wrote it. Um, so, yeah, that was my first song. <laughs> wow. Awesome. And uh, speaking of family, we have a third co-host, our little nine-year-old. We come and ask one or two questions. So Sandy's yes, going to go get his him. his name's Christopher. And he's excited because he's a big fan of yours, he too. He is a big oh, fan. Yay, that's so sweet. Yeah, when we told him that we had you coming on, he was like – He's been, you know, before you popped in, he kept trying to look in the door. Is she on you? <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Yeah, right. And it's cool doing this show because then, you know, he's a part of it. And we got a two and a half year old daughter that when she gets older, she'll be part of the show too because we are oh. a family affair. That's so sweet. I love that. Hi. Hi, Krista Clark. So, what's your favorite food? My favorite food. 
I'm going to say ice cream, even though that's not really food. That's a dessert. I don't recommend eating food, <laughs> but that's one of my favorites. What about you? Mine's pizza. Pizza? That's a good one. That's a really good one. All right. So what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show. Hmm. I think I'd have to say Friends, that 70s show, or New Girl. What about you guys? Mine is SpongeBob. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I don't know, what would you think ours is? I, I like This Is Us. Yeah, th that, that, that This Is Us, we, we, yeah, we love that good. show. Oh, nice. My sister loves watching that show. I haven't watched it yet because I heard it's really sad. <laughs> I don't need more reasons. Like, if you ever do watch, it would be advisable to go start at the beginning. It would not do good yeah. watching yeah. in the middle of it. Totally, yeah. We <laughs> give it the respect, yeah. All right, so what's it for a movie? Okay, so I could go the route of saying Clueless and Chick Flick, something <laughs> That's a good one. Um, but also, I'm just going to be really honest and say that I really love Disney movies and Pixar movies, um, and my favorite movie is Shrek 2. <laughs> wow, what's yours? I need the Minions movie. Oh my gosh, my sister loves that movie too. I've seen that movie so many times. <laughs> yes. Bye, Nate. Bye. Nice to meet you. Yeah, he he loves to be part of this show. He's you know we like I said we've done almost 500 interviews now, and he's been on 95 percent of them. Wow, he's working. I love it. Yes. So, what are some sources of inspiration for you? For songwriting or just like um, anything? <laughs> both, just just life in general and songwriting. Hmm. Inspirations. Well, with songwriting, I am inspired by a lot of different kinds of music. I feel like it normally takes me being really into a certain genre of music or a certain era. And then I know what the sound's going to be and what melodies to listen for and just things that catch my ear at the time. Um it, it could either be 90s country or current country or pop or R&B, um, rock, different things like that. Um, but as far as titles and hooks go, I pretty much I just look at things that I'm going through. I, like I said, have someone follow me around and record me and write down things that I say all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't forget. Just things like that. All the real emotions. There would be a funny song about writing a song by someone following you. Okay. <laughs> that sounds kind of creepy. <laughs> that might be, yeah. That might be. No, that took a turn. And what would you like for your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? I think my favorite compliments that I ever get um, that I'm an old soul. Um, yep, I can see yes, that. Yes, we can see that. Thank you. Um, also, just really want to stay down to earth and humble and just always sounds cheesy, but being myself. Yes. <laughs> that goes a really long way. It does. Absolutely. And if you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? I would say the same thing, you know, just be yourself and know that you're heard and your feelings are valid no matter what your age is. And we're all trying to figure all this out and, you know, just keep doing it. Keep being yourself. It's all progress.
Love that. Yeah. So if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, and let you know what, let's pick one dead, one alive. Uh, one of each. One of okay. each. Who would it be? Hmm. Eva Cassidy. She's my one of my favorite artists still to this day. She is an incredible singer-songwriter, for those of you who don't know, and she passed away um, in her early 20s, I believe. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Cancer. Um, she's one of my favorite artists of all time. I listen to all of her covers and her music pretty much every day, um, and I've always looked up to her for how she takes any cover, any song, and does it just her and her guitar and makes it her own, and her voice is just incredible. So definitely Eva Cassidy. And now there's so many people. <laughs> I would think I would say Jimmy Allen. Oh, oh that that's a great good. one. A great yes. One. Love him. Now, here's another one that probably has a thousand different answers, but just think of first thing that pops in your head. Um, what's a song you've heard you wish you wrote? Hmm. <laughs> see, you see me overthinking that already. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one man band by Old Dominion. Oh, that's we a love good one. that one. Oh, Christopher loves that. Yeah, one that's what that's yeah, his that's favorite. one of his favorites. Yeah, <laughs> I love so, that. So, Roger has a little question here about, yeah, about are you homeschooled or schooled? How's schooling work with what you do now? Yeah, I am. I've been homeschooled for the last few years, well, <laughs> quite a lot of years. Um, but it was honestly talking about when I posted that video of me singing Have You Ever Seen the Rain. I had decided to become or start being homeschooled. It was my seventh grade year. So, you know, that's around August. And then I posted that video in October. Wow. <laughs> and then I met Scooter. So it was like, you just kind of got to follow your gut and yeah. follow your heart and know what you want to do and go for it and really that's go for it. And then, it, you know. Just and it's great that you got parents willing to do that because I think a lot of times some pa parents, you know, they have this ideal that they want their kids to be a doctor or a lawyer and all that, you know, and some and they're going to steal the passion out of their kids if they're not careful. Yeah, I think that's a fair thing to say. Yeah. So, so I love that you got parents say, you know what? Let's just run. Let's do this. You know, you've got the talent. Now, granted, you got to have the talent too. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> so what's your songwriting process? I mean, do you do the melody first or does it, you know? I, I think it starts with being inspired by different kinds of music. I'm always listening to music 24 seven, all kinds. Um, but for my songwriting process, it starts with the lyrics and some kind of a hook. Mm -hmm. And when they pop into my head, I'll just type them in my phone or write them down or something or record them, whichever thing I can get to fast enough. <laughs> and um, I have a super long list of song titles and hooks and things like that that I want to write. You should see my phone. Very crazy. <laughs> just scroll for days, you know. <laughs> wow. Now, back in 2015, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini before she was Kelsey. Yes. And um, one of the questions I asked her, I always like to um tell this story before i ask the guest that same question but it's where she want to be in five years and the answer she gave us is almost to the t of what she's living now so she knew where she was going where do you want to be in five years i would really love to have a number one <laughs> that yes. would be amazing i think you've got one going we think you do yeah 
I sure hope so. Um, Everywhere we go, no matter where we travel, we hear it. So. Yes. Oh my gosh, yay. Oh, <laughs> um, and I think I would love to have a number one with another artist. This is something oh, wow. that I've written. I'd love to write a song for another artist to cut. That would be incredible. It's always been a dream of mine. Um, and farther into the future, I don't know how long this will take, but I want to be a member of the Grand Ole Opry so bad, and I will like do anything. I've already yeah, <laughs> performed there. I think yeah. four times now. So now let's okay. look fifteen years down the road, and let's say you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you've made it. If the person you are today could meet her, your future successful self, what would you want to remind her? Well, I would hope that I haven't, that I don't have to remind her of anything and that she's exactly like I am right now and humble and down to earth and still loves music and loves writing. And that's why she's still there. Love awesome. that. Thanks. So as we close out here, what advice would you give for someone who wants to follow in your footsteps? Be yourself, learn as much as you want to learn and know that you can learn from everyone that you come in contact with, <laughs> especially somewhere like Nashville. You meet one person and then you have 200 more connections from that one person. Like it's so true. Um, so always be kind, always be yourself, always songwrite, learn as many instruments as you can. All of those things go a super long way and just learn what your strengths are and what makes you stand out. Speaking of instruments, before I let you go, did I read right? You know, eight instruments. It's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. That is amazing. Thank you. I got really bored during quarantine. <laughs> uh, yeah. What better time to pick up some more? So as we close out, tell everybody how they can find you. So you can find me on all of my social media platforms at Callista Clark. And I really hope that you do and stream my music and let me know if there's anything that you like and what songs I should cover next and what you think I should write about all the things. <laughs> Love that. Love you know, that. we really enjoyed having you on the show today and yes. we look forward to having you back down the road. Thank you. This was so much fun. You guys nice to meet both of you. We appreciate oh, Same you. here. You have, we appreciate your time today. You have a great day. Thanks so all much. Right, you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>